Welcome to the May 17th edition of Take Him With You. The podcast that's spiritual, not religious. This week on Take Him With You, I talk about the men's retreat that I got to do with some friends, the Star Trek phaser review, and more. So, Amy, you're joining me this week again for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It should be fun. Like I said, we're going to talk about um, going to the new Star Trek movie, uh, my cat and his fun experiences, nose swell all up. You planted some onions. Yes, some Walla Walla sweet onions. I got some little, well, you bought some little onion starts, and then I dug up the dirt and planted them. So it's going to be a sweet podcast. Ha, 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 ha. How cool is this podcast? That means that you, excellent people who are listening to these cool podcasts, are even more cooler. How cool is that? So once you finish listening to this podcast, why don't you come over to our podcast and give us a go? We're called Waffle On. You can find us on iTunes. Simply type in Waffle On. Or go to our webpage and you'll find us at http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon.podbean.com. We do TV. We talk about classic TV from 1960 to 1990. You'll find everything here from sci-fi to comedy, from drama to thriller. Come and check us out. We're called Waffle On. That's my friend Meds. Isn't Meds fun, Amy? I love his accent. I know. It's very fun. But he's just a great guy. Him and Natalie are just awesome folks from the UK. They are, they are our friends. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a little, they're going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And he sent me some really strange recipes um, via email or, or Twitter, I guess it was. Really? What were the recipes for? For um, um, blood sausage. Blood sausage. I think is what it is. It was it's a real delicacy like- here in the United States. Well, okay, not really. Yeah. Well, anyway, God bless him, but he talks about doing these fry ups for breakfast. That's right. And, a nice English fry up. And call I'm them. going, oh, I would be sick the rest of the day, I think. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's kind of cool. Different cultures, different yeah. uh, different uh, set of recipes, I guess. And and me would probably make them sick if they knew what went in, into American hot dogs and stuff. <laughs> That's prob- probably true. We probably don't, don't ask. We don't want to Lip snouts and other undesirable parts. <laughs> well, anyway, Meds has a great podcast. Him and Kel do a, a waffle on. It's very fun. If you like uh, TV, um, British TV and stuff, they talk about it. And it's just, it's a really great, it's a great podcast. Very fun. Um, at first, it's hard to listen because you're not used to the accents, but... The more you listen, the more fun it is, and it's it's just a great cultural as well as enlightening experience as you listen to the Waffle On mm-hmm. podcast. Hey, before you go on, this is a message for Meds that he would find interesting. Catherine and I were watching, uh, I think it was a British um, version of Mansfield Park by Jane Austen, and it and the the lady that played the main character, mm-hmm. uh, Fanny Price, yeah, is the blonde chick from Doctor Who. Well, there you go. Yeah. Meds, you like that. Yeah, she did. A lot of people like Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, I I prefer Jane Austen, but God bless all those who like Doctor Who. (laughs) Well, it's time once again to find out what's going on at Rick's house. Yay. Okay, we've been having a great time. We're getting ready for Andrew's birthday. Yes, 17. 17 years old, my middle child. Yes, and 
he is a giant in in our eyes and in our hearts. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yep. It's exciting. So, Andrew, if you're listening, I don't even think he listens to the podcast. I don't know if he does. I don't. I could say all sorts of things about him right now. He'd never <laughs> know. It would all be good things, though. Yeah. He's so, a sweet kid. Happy birthday to my son, Andrew. Happy uh, birthday to yeah, you. Should be fun. And okay. That's exciting. Um, let's see. Got back from the men's retreat. I had a great time with my uh, friends, Buddy and Jed, who also listen to this podcast. They're from the local area here and got to go and play music at a retreat, a men's retreat. Had a great time with that. Meet a lot of new people and. That was a blast. So hey. that was fun. Hey, while you were gone, what'd you do? I had girlfriends from high school over, and we watched a movie, and we giggled, and we had snacks. You just graduated just a few years ago. Oh right? yeah, just a few. <laughs> oh, quite a few, but that's okay. So what did you do while I was gone? We we watched Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah and it was kind of fun because uh, one of my friends, that boss I, woman. I met in high school, like when she was, I think she she was maybe 13 and I was 15 when we met. Um, she actually lived in New Zealand, so it was kind of from her neck of the woods well, kind cool. of thing. So that's good. Okay. We watched that movie and we had snacks and we laughed and we talked and it was great. It was fun having girlfriends over when... The guys were gone. Oh, that's cool. And Catherine was at a, a girls' retreat. So, so you had it kind of. I had the house to myself. It was really fun. That's cool. Yeah, doesn't happen very often. No, no. And then, of course, this was this last week was a big, huge week for us because we, of course, went to the Star Trek movie. Oh yes, I, I have to let everyone know that Rick was so excited. I mean. It, All right. I Don't think tell it was. Me. She's I think it was me. almost as bad as when he was a kid and he got this like stereo for Christmas one time and almost passed out because he was so excited. I didn't almost pass out. Uh, well, for the stereo, yes, but not for Star Trek. No, but you were pretty excited. Okay, so really I was. Excited. What about it? And you know what? It was a. It was a really good movie. I. I think I could have done with, you know, less of the scantily clad women at the beginning. Unfortunately, well, it was towards the beginning. Uh, oh, you're talking about the Orion slave girl? Yeah. That wasn't a slave anymore? Yeah. Well, and the green, her, uh, the was green in her underwear, too. Um, and On IMAX. On IMAX. Whoa. That was really... You know, I, I think, it, you know, for a small kid... I mean, actually, I don't like my big boys saying that either. Or Anyway, but, um, it's you know... It's no worse than television. Well, you have to be correct about that because even the 1960s version of Star Trek um, were known for their scantily clad um, women in their episodes. I I, I didn't hear you complaining about Kirk having his shirt off. You know, one thing I was shocked about the movie, now I hope this isn't a spoiler to anyone, his shirt was never torn in the whole movie. It was almost, okay, this isn't real Star Trek because no one tore Kirk's Kirk shirt. shirt. Well, it is a well. Okay. Anyway, but you but know, we had a I'm good not. time. We had a good time. We went to the IMAX. We went to Burger King up in Olympia. Mm-hmm. First off, we went to a Burger King that didn't exist anymore. Yeah, it was on the was GPS really, unit, but it wasn't there. That was really odd. It was like a, a real estate company or broker. I guess they went out of business. So we went yeah. to a different Burger King. Mm-hmm. Got our Star Trek glasses. Ate dinner with some friends mm-hmm. with uh, Wendell and Angela and. Uh, Buddy was there, and uh, Jed and Jenny were there, 
and uh, Nathan and Catherine and Andrew and Josh and Ivy. Who else came with us? Anybody else? Is that um, it? Oh, I don't want to miss anybody. I oh, feel bad. Um, no, I think that's it, isn't it? Well, we met more people at the movies. Mike. Yeah, Mike and his uh, sons were there. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. And then we saw Ted there. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Ted Palm was there. And we saw several other people. So that was... Yeah. We had a great time. It, yeah. I had never seen a movie in IMAX before. That was the first. I've seen some documentaries, which were... Twice really as expensive good. to go to the IMAX here in yeah, Olympia. And, but it was worth every yeah. penny. And, and it was a real splurge seeing that we took our whole family. Whole family. Yeah, it kind of cost a lot. but Yeah, but it's, it's How probably... How often does a Star Trek movie come out? Well, you know what? They might be coming out more often now. That'd be cool. I, I think this is going to be a very successful Well, movie. for more, more information on what we thought about the movie, you can visit our uh, my YouTube page, and it's uh, youtube.com slash rickmoyer777. That's youtube slash rickmoyer777. And you can uh, click on what the Moyer family thought about the Star Trek movie, and you actually get to see us... At the Burger King, at the IMAX, um, and then we talk all about it, and it's really fun. And you can watch me plant sweet Walla Walla, walla onions because that's on the video too. For yeah, some we had a well, we had a great time. Yeah, it was good. So they can they can go to that. It's very cool. We also we made some more videos this week at our house, didn't we? Boy, you know what? It, it's a circus here all the time, so you'll have to refresh my memory. I reviewed the Star Trek phaser that you hated so bad. Oh, yeah. I, I do not like that we, phaser. They know that because they listened to yeah. last week's podcast, and that's what uh-huh. happens. Mm-hmm. But I did a review on YouTube, so you can you can actually check out my review of the Star Trek phaser. And my son, I even shot my son with it. Yeah, I think Nathan helped you out with the special effects on yeah. that. So it might be worth the watch, even though the phaser's obnoxious. Yeah, but, and yeah. you can see that at um, youtube.com slash rickmoyer777. That's really easy. Just yeah. go there and, and watch the video. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Very fun. And you get to know all about that fun thing. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, Burger King, by the way, had a change of heart here in town. And now I can buy any one of the gla- four glasses that uh, are out for Star Trek. Isn't that funny? Okay, I'll hide your keys. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> buy any one of the glasses all four of them there's uhura there's nero there's spock and there's kirk the best one in my opinion is the kirk and the spock glass uhura's pretty good but (laughs) you better not say that but nero didn't turn out that good i don't know he's just the way he's standing is kind of weird looking but anyway so glasses at burger king you can get star trek glasses now two other things before we go on with the podcast today Mm -hmm. um yesterday i kind of got concerned i went to go um my, my kitty cat, Miles, named after Miles O'Brien from where? From Well, he was in several of them. He was in Next Generation, and then he was also in Deep Space Nine. That's right. Cole Maney yes. plays O'Brien. Anyway, Miles O'Brien. We named our cat Miles after him. Mm-hmm. And he's just a fun cat. He's the most loving of our cats, I, th- yes, I would say. His mother's name is Hoshi from the Enterprise series. That's true. It yes. is true. Uh-huh. I don't know how Stripey didn't get a Star Trek name. I would the, probably... Do you know pl- why? Because I named Stripey. Stripey is a normal cat, and you love him the most. But I named him. Well, I'm going to give him a new name right now. No, you're not. Yep. I'm going to call him... <laughs> why do you call me? He does not fit a Star Trek Sarek. He's a normal cat. He's a Vulcan cat. His ears are pointy. Um, and he's stuck up. Well, and he doesn't come when you call him. He does seem emotion, 
less. He so. does purr though, and I don't think Vulcans purr. No, probably not. I'm going to call him Sorak. He won't come to you anyway. That's right. So I can call him anything I want. It doesn't <laughs> you can matter. Come to him. Yeah. Stripey now is named Sarak. I'll call him that from Sarcat. Sarcat. <laughs> Why not Spock? Uh, he could be a Tricalian razor beast. Why not Spock? I won't call him Spock. Spock is Spock. You don't call a cat Spock. I still remember when one Halloween you did a Spock pumpkin. I did. It was cool. It was actually pretty cool. It was. Yeah, but we're not. We're in springtime now. <laughs> we need to talk about spring. We should grow pumpkins so I can make another Spock, Spock pumpkin. And I, you can go with Sarak, Sarkat. I got zucchini seeds. Oh, boy. You could carve zucchini. <laughs> well, anyway, we I see the, the cat, and he doesn't look right. And his face is all puffy, and apparently he's got he's had some type of infection. And I was really he was all lifeless, and I thought we were gonna lose Miles. Yeah, he wasn't that lifeless, but he was pretty miserable looking. Yeah, so we got him some kitty antibiotics, and now he's doing better and a little more life back in him. And his nose isn't all puffy today, so that's well, good. it's a little. His one side of his face is still more puffy than he the got other. in a fight with some other cats in the neighborhood. I mean, what's the deal? Well, and. You know how bad the fight was is they actually knocked the um the gutter the gutter off the side of the house the downstairs. We I was out stargazing and you were talking to me. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden we hear this Row! and crash and yeah. the the gutter fell off our house and it, it was, was really loud and it was scary sounding. <laughs> and now and then our cat had battle damage. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like the Enterprise. It Miles always comes back, though, on the Enterprise and on Deep Space Nine. He always makes it through, so unscathed. Yeah. So let's hope that Miles makes it through. That would be It would be a bummer to lose Miles. Yeah, and, you know, Miles went through the Cardassian Wars, even. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Dominion. Now, yeah. before that, you got to remember the oh, backstory yeah. before. Oh, my gosh. That. How do you know about these things? I know way too much about Star Trek. I love this. I love it. <sighs> see, I knew. You know what I would like to see is one day... You know as much about Jane Austen. All I need to know, I all know. I need to know about Jane Austen is this is what they talk about. Oh, look at you! You have a wonderful top hat on. Oh, I'm just so giddy with excitement. Shall we sit down and have tea? I'm sorry, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> There's a lot more to Jane Austen than just high voices. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I all I know is that if she has it on, I just like cringe. You have watched Kind of like when I put on the original version of Star Trek, you cringe. I cringe at... Well, it's just... Mr. Darcy! Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, you watched some um, Little House on the Prairie with me a few times. Yeah. Shh. Don't tell anyone. Just a few times. Don't tell anyone. I already did. <laughs> I like Michael Landon. Yeah. He's cool. Or was cool. Okay. Last but not least, um, I'm we're doing a little experiment to see if we can grow... Sweet onions. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Yeah. We'll see. Um, you might have to help me remember to water them. Well, we're not doing as big a garden this year because you're working and, and we don't have time now. And besides, last year we did a garden and we were all excited and we didn't get hardly anything out of it. We got quite a bit of zucchini. Well, yeah. I mean, all you have to do is put zucchini on the ground and you get tons of it. So, you know, it's <laughs> Well, kinda... that and put slug bait out so but i had a big crop of corn and none of it made it and my um my experiment with brussels sprouts didn't really go well not at all well they was awful well they produced but they were horrible 
It, yeah, we didn't eat one Brussels sprout off. No, the and the peas came out all right, but there was just not enough of them. And, mm-hmm. and my carrots didn't grow where, and my beets didn't. So you know what? You know, I just we're busy with other things right now. So we'll just buy them at the farm stand and grow onions because I really want to make the sweet <laughs> onion, man. And dahlias. And dahlias. Well, you don't eat dahlias. No, but Get I, all sick I, if you I dahlias. grow lots of flowers. Yeah. I love flowers. Yes, you do. So that'll be cool. Oh, yeah, I did get you some flowers for your hanging basket yes. for Mother's Day. Yep. I, um, Two hanging baskets. I recycled some some old baskets and bought new hangers for them. Mm-hmm. I found out for 39 cents you can buy cents. new wire hangers for the plastic ones that broke. Fabulous. And um, Rick bought me some. Um, you know, and I'm kind of an oddball on this. I mean, you can buy some beautiful hanging baskets, but... We bought the flowers to make my own hanging baskets for probably half. Oh, more than half. Of what? Probably a quarter. Uh, yeah. Well, I made two baskets for for less than I could have bought one basket for. So that's cool. And by and the I way, I, I just want to hand this to you. I just updated your iPod for you. There you go. Thank you, dear. What do you have Thank on you. here? Well, I have taken with you, of course. Oh, of course. And I also have lots of um, music. Yeah. And I have other podcasts that what I What podcast do you to. listen to, Amy? Every day I listen to the Daily Audio Bible. Okay. Dot com. And that I've gone through the whole Bible. I'm, work, um, I'm working on my second time through. Do you recommend it? Oh, well, I do. I love it. Um, the guy's voice is a little bit like Captain Kirk's, though. So He talks like this. Mm-hmm. And that's not Captain Kirk. Well, like a deeper version. And then the Lord said to Moses... Yeah. Pick up your staff. But his name is Brian, and he's he's really nice. He he gets up every day, and no matter where he is in the world, he records that and um, puts it out on a podcast. Puts it on the so podcast. So you get to go through the whole Bible in one year. Yep. And so I'm I'm halfway through the Bible again. I've gone through over a year. Cool. Um. So I listen to that. Um. I like focus on the family, especially the adventures in Odyssey. I yeah. I love adventures on Odyssey, yeah. and I also listen occasionally when I'm doing yard work and stuff um, to to the Treks and Sci Fi podcast. Occasionally, and okay. also to um, Agatha Christie. You can find it on iTunes. It's under the Clean um, Audio pro- um, Clean Audio instead of Dirty Audio. Yeah, it's um, they're just old. Hey, what do you have on your iPod? <laughs> Dirty audio. Well, it just says clean next to it. They're clean. It's clean. um, Somebody scrubbed it. (laughs) They're stories from like the 1930s and 40s and back when people would sit around their radio in the evening and listen to. They're pine pine stall stories. They're cleaner. (laughs) Okay, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. So that's what you listen to. Yeah, I love listening to little mystery stories i listen to the treks and sci-fi podcast and the anomaly podcast and knights of the guild and waffle on i watched um i watched a video podcast that oh did you like the video podcast yeah it was fun wasn't it yeah thank you rico that was kind of fun well i kind of watched it from the other room because i was having to work yeah but I it was a to. great video podcast this week on uh, Trex and Sci-Fi. In fact, why don't we do this? Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Amy, for joining me for what's going on at, at Rick's house. At yeah. our house, really. Yeah, I'm here. And, uh, yeah, but let's listen to a little promo from Rico right now because he just put out a great video podcast about the Star Trek show. That was really fun. Okay? Okay. okay thanks, Amy. You're welcome. I'll see you later, hon. The Trex in Sci-Fi Podcast. 
Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. And of course, Rico's so cool. You'd love his show. It's very, very fun. www.treksinsci-fi.com. Time once again for words of wisdom on Take Him With You. This week we're in Romans chapter 15 in the New Testament from the Message Bible. It says, Those of us who are strong and able in the faith need to step in and lend a hand to those who falter and not just do what is most convenient for us. Strength is for service, not status. Each one of us needs to look after the good of the people around us, asking ourselves, how can I help? That's exactly what Jesus did. He didn't make it easy for himself by avoiding people's troubles, but waded right in and helped out. I took on the troubles of the troubled, is what the scripture puts it. Even if it was written in scripture long ago, you can be sure it's written for us. God wants the combination of his steady, constant calling and warm, personal counsel in scripture to come to characterize us, keeping us alert for whatever he will do next. May our dependably steady and warmly personal God develop maturity in you so that you can get along with each other as well as Jesus gets along with us all. Then we'll be a choir, not our voices only, but our very lives singing in harmony in a stunning anthem to the God and the Father of our Master Jesus. Now those are some words of wisdom on Take Him With You. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. After listening to Take Him With You, why don't you tune in to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. Also, we'll be updating you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2. As well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! Thanks, Jenny and Kenny. You guys are awesome. Well, hey, um, this is the time in the program when I uh, just kind of shout out there and say that the Moyer family is doing an experiment here, doing podcasting full-time. We're writing a newsletter that comes out every Monday called The Weekly Encouragement, and you can subscribe to that if you want to help out our family. Uh, The subscriptions are $20 a month, and you get a newsletter every Monday morning. And you can give more than 20 if you want. We have some families that are giving way more than $20, and that's very, very helpful for us to be able to pay the bills and do this to encourage people. That's our goal. We've put the podcast out for free. But, you know, if you wanted to sponsor a podcast, we would totally be up for that as well. 
Uh, our needs are not huge. We're not trying to get rich off this. We're just simply trying to make a living and encourage people every week with something of hope in a troubled and crazy world. We're just trying to offer something that will help you get through the week in a good and positive way. So if you feel led to, would you please help us out? Click. You can go to the website at takehimwithyou.com. Click on the Donate button or click on the Newsletter button, whichever you want to do. If you just want to give a gift, um, we are not tax deductible. It's a business. But if everybody that listened gave a little bit, we would have more than enough to pay the bills and keep doing this. And that's our goal. That's what we're trying to do. So subscribe to the newsletter today or uh, give a gift. That would be so awesome. We would really, really appreciate it at www.takehimwithyou.com. Bless you. And thanks so much for listening to Take Him With You. Well, it's time once again for Food for Thought on Take Him With You. Well, here we are with part two of What the Heck Am I? Okay. (laughs) Spiritual Gifts is uh, what we're talking about. And you know, last week on the podcast, we talked about, or I talked about, um, different gifts that God has given to everybody. And you know, sometimes you can see that different people have different talents, or they're good at this, or they're good at that. And I believe that God created each unique and special, and He's given us gifts. Now, whether we're spiritual about that or not really depends on you know what we do with our lives but like you could be listening right now maybe never been involved in church maybe never really had a close relationship with God but you're gifted or talented in certain areas and I believe that God has that has done that for you he's given you different mm-hmm. gifts yeah. so with me today is my wife Amy hi dear hi there how are you and you had some cautions I, I only got through like five gifts last week because there's so many, and I want to I want to go through the definitions of what some other gifts are, and then maybe perhaps next week do a little test and find out which gifts that that our listeners have. We can do this little mm-hmm. test and find out, and that would be really really cool. But you had some cautions um, about gifts that God has given because uh, with with any gift, people can use it for good or they can use it for bad. So what were you gonna mm-hmm. What were you gonna chime in and say? Um, well, the caution actually comes from the Bible um, in First Peter chapter four. Now, there's two different. Um, there's First and Second Peter in the mm-hmm. New Testament. Now, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, the Bible has uh, two different sections. It has the Old Testament, and then it has the New Testament. And we're in the New Testament right here. This is where Amy's getting this um, and, this particular um, slant on things about uh, gifts. And this was actually a letter written. Um, to the early church and and probably because they had some issues with using their gifts and um that god had given and like and i agree with what you were saying earlier that i believe that god gives these gifts to people whether they're christians or they're not christians um i believe he um gives gifts and you see a lot of very talented people out there um all around the world and they're doing wonderful things and um i think about um a couple of people i knew of years ago that were on tv and and one was a pastor 
and he was a marvelous um, piano player and his cousin was also a marvelous piano player and he played in a more um, secular arena they both and by the word secular that means without god right yeah but they both had these extreme talents that were were i believe both from god and they just you know chose to use them in different ways but but here's the caution i had is um i'm gonna try to paraphrase this because i don't have a modern translation in front of me but um in verse nine um it says to be hospitable to one another without complaint and now i'll put that in modern um vernacular um sometimes people will have a gift for hospitality they can put on the best parties they can put on the best barbecues or celebrations and or they open their home all the time they open their home bring people in and yeah and they're fabulous at it and the caution here is you can have that gift and the caution here is don't be a complainer that maybe other people don't invite you over for as grand a parties as you put on. Um, saying that not everyone has the same gift. And just because you're really good at having people over and doing that doesn't mean that everybody is. So don't go complaining um, when other people don't have that same gift. And, and, and that goes along with all the different gifts that mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about today. The different things that um, God blesses people with. Sometimes people can be, um, they can use them in a, they can get jealous or they can get mad that other people don't do the exact same thing that they do. When, if we all did the same thing, what would that be like? Well, I think it would be um, boring and there would be a lot of gaps. And I think um, God's a creative God and he um, makes people like puzzle pieces that when we all fit together, we make a grand, beautiful picture. But, um separate we're just an individual part yeah and it's when we all hook together connect together um doing our individual parts that it it is beautiful and harmonious yeah and um so that was my caution just to as you're finding out your spiritual gifts through this podcast to realize um not everyone is going to have the same one and that's okay and And no gift is better than the other no no and, you know, some people might um, be a real giving and are a real encourager and or real hospitable. I mean, everyone has a different gift. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you're an encourager and you just love writing people notes and you love, um, you know, just hugging people and telling them good job. Don't be surprised if not everyone does that back to you because maybe that's not their spiritual gifts. And I'm I'm not saying that all of us shouldn't try to be pleasant and encouraging. I'm just saying that for some people, that is a huge gift. And yeah, Some just, people get all frustrated with me because I have that gift of yeah. encouragement. I try to encourage people and tell them, all, you know, you've heard me on the podcast before. That's really what I do this for. And uh, some people get really upset with that because they think that I want that back from them. When Yeah, it's nice to be encouraged, but that's a gift that God has mm-hmm. given me. And I don't... You know, some people just don't have that gift. They don't think about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. And and I tend to probably be more along the, the serving and, and being hospitable. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I put on big dinners and do all kinds of things like that. And um, that doesn't necessarily mean 
that everybody else needs to do that. I'm just doing my part. You're doing your part. And, um, you know, when, when everyone does their part, it's beautiful and it's wonderful and it works well. And um, just, yeah, I just was throwing out that caution a while back in the, our um, newsletter. I wrote an article about Mary and Martha. <laughs> and, and Martha is a good example of what not to do. Now, Mary, like who, is, who is Mary and Martha for those listening? Um, they were friends of Jesus, and um, she had the gift of hospitality. Like contemporaries, like same age and everything? Um, well, they were sisters, so okay. they're probably close within okay. you know, 10, 20 years. I don't know. All right, and they hung out with Jesus. And they hung out with Jesus, and they had Jesus over one day, um, and Mary was zooming around the house trying to get everything done. And Like what? Well, like cooking and cleaning, oh, okay, and, you know, right. getting ready to put Putting on, on the party. Meal. Putting on a party. She probably had the gift of hospitality. Yeah, she had a gift of hospitality. Well, Mary was a people person, and she was sitting at Jesus' Wait, feet. wait, you just said Mary was running around. No, Martha was running around. Okay, all right. Sorry. Martha was running around putting on this party, and Mary was just sitting down and listening to Jesus. And, and Martha was ticked. She just thought Mary should be helping her put on the party, and and um, so that that's kind of goes along with the verse I said. If you're hospitable, um, do it without complaining. Martha didn't have that down. She she had the so what happened? So everybody's not wondering. Well, Jesus said, "Well, Martha, Martha," <laughs> he said, "Mary chose the better thing," and he was saying that relationship is. More important more than the task. More important than the task. Okay. And it's not that you can't have a spiritual gift of hospitality. So did he stop her well. or something or what? No, I, I think I think what what Jesus is trying to say is don't get so task-oriented that you leave out relationship. And I don't think it's wrong if you have a gift of hospitality to, to, per- exercise, to it. exercise it. Of course not. But just make sure that... You don't do that at the exclusion of relationships. Well, what good is it to have a party, have everybody over, have everything just perfect, and and yet there's no relationship? Yeah, like I said in the newsletter, pop some microwave popcorn and sit down and visit. Um, the important thing is the relationship. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, well, I'm going to go on now, and I'm going to... Talk about the rest of the spiritual gifts that God has given to different people, and uh, kind of explain them a little bit, and then, and then we're probably towards the end. We're going to talk about taking the test next week on what spiritual gift do we have. Cool. So it should be kind of fun. Thanks, Amy. You're welcome. Okay, last week we talked about the different gifts that God gives to people on this earth. And remember we said that the gifts were, the reason that God gives gifts to men and women is to, number one, bring glory to Him or to to uh, spread the word about Him to everyone and to bless people and to help people out. And the other one reason was to grow the church. Now, not necessarily the four-walled church, but believers all around the world. So that was what the gifts are given for. So um, these are the six ones we went through. We went through administration, so somebody who is um, really good at figuring out long-range goals and can um, can really administrate different things. We talked about an apostle, um, somebody that plants churches or 
or uh, is able to oversee groups of people that are that are doing um, the believer's work all around the world. Uh, we talked about discerning of spirits, people that are able to kind of see motives and, and read behind the scenes on stuff that's going on spiritually. Uh, we talked about evangelism, uh, people that are uh, have the ability to go out and spread the good news of what Jesus has done for people and bring people into the kingdom of God. Uh, we talked about uh, ekbalism, I don't even know how to say that, but basically exorcism, where there's some people that have a, a gift of being able to um, get evil spirits off of other people by praying. Um, that's kind of a cool gift. Uh, then we uh, last thing that we talked about was exhortation and how um, people that are uh, have the ability to comfort, console, encourage. A lot of people that are counselors have the gift of exhortation and so on and so forth. Okay, so now as I grab my notes here, we are in uh, the next one would be the gift of faith. See, there are some people, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, maybe it's in your life, but there's some people that there's a special ability that God gives to certain people to discern with extraordinary confidence what the will and purpose of God is and his work. Um, they're like really, really practical. They're, they're able to, um, oh, I don't know. Sometimes you know how somebody can just grab a hold of something and they just have faith to believe that it's going to be okay. They can't see it with their eyes, but they just know it in their knower. Those are people that have the gift of faith. Then the next gift, that is uh, mentioned in the Bible is called giving. Now, we all know that there are different people in the world that are givers. Uh, you may have a friend that's just always giving to other people. Maybe you don't do that as much, but your friend does. Or maybe you're the person that's always trying to give away stuff because you just feel like you need to give. Uh, that's just like a, uh, it's a gift from God, a special ability that God gives to certain members who are believers to be able to contribute their material resources to the work of the Lord. I've got a few people that um, help with the podcast that are givers. They have a gift of giving, and so um, they write a check every month for the f to help with the podcast. Um, several people that will do that, and that's just so cool. They're giving people. There's just a gift that they have on the inside of them. They find something that, that they know that God is doing, and they support it. And maybe you have the gift of giving. I don't know. Uh, there's also a gift of healing. Uh, have you ever known, I mean, I I really believe a lot of doctors have the gift of healing, and not just in the natural area, but in the spiritual area too. But God gives a special ability for certain people that are believers to serve as like an intermediate between God and, and these other people. In other words, they can pray for people and they get healed, they get well. I know some people would, can abuse that and say, well, you know, I don't believe, Rick, in those faith preachers that get up and, you know, shout hallelujah and knock people over. Uh, you know, that there's a place for that. And, I you know, I'm not going to sit there and point fingers and judge. And, I mean, yeah, I've seen some abuses of that, too. But there are really genuine individuals that God works through in a healing way. I mean, I personally, sometime I'll have to do a podcast on it, I personally have been healed uh, by people praying for me. I didn't, I had, I could, you know, I mean, it was amazing. But I don't have time to tell you all the stories about it at this point. But someday I will. And so just keep listening to the podcast because you'll hear all about it. But uh, anyway, I believe these particular individuals who prayed for me had a gift of healing that God had given to them. Okay, another one is called helps. That's the special ability that God gives to certain people in the body of Christ to invest their talents 
um, that they have in life and ministry to other members of the body. In other words, other people that are Christians or other people in the world. It's a real practical gift. Uh, they enjoy doing routine tasks in order to free up other people to do what they're called to do. Um, ministry of helps is what we call it. And basically, it's people that will come alongside. They don't want to be up in front, but they don't mind doing the behind-the-scenes stuff. In fact, they really thrive at it. So many people, you might look around work and say, you know what, I know somebody who's really, really been given the gifts of helps. They don't want to be the CEO. They don't want to be in charge, but they certainly are awesome every day at coming and supporting and and being good at what they do. Uh, That's the gift of helps. And that's what that's one of the gifts. Uh, the next one would be hospitality. Now, I think all of us have known somebody or know people that have the gift of hospitality, and that's the special ability that God gives to certain members who are believers um, to provide like an open house. There are people that will welcome people in their home all the time. There are people that will, um, you know, give the shirt off their back to help people. And they're always throwing a party, or they're always inviting people over, or they they are the ones that are giving the, the guys, the homeless guys on the street money. I mean, they just have a gift of hospital. Actually, they'll take the person, instead of giving him money, they'll take him to Subway and buy him a, buy him a Subway, uh, or a sub sandwich, or something like that. It's just the gifts the gift of hospitality is people that love to put on things and love to help people out that way. Maybe you're like that. I don't know. The next one is called intercession. Intercession is just a fancy big word to say that people that have a, a certain gift to be able to pray for others. They like to pray. They don't get freaked out by it. They think it's fun. And they like to inter- interceding or or praying for people. is a really cool thing. If you have that gift, it's an, it's an awesome thing because you get to go before God and pray for others. It's not, I mean, all of us pray for ourselves, I would imagine at times, or maybe you don't, but uh, intercession really isn't for ourselves. It's for others. It's that gift that God gives to, to someone to be able to pray for other people um, with the right motives. I mean, you want to do it because you love people and you care about people, and God gives that gift of intercession. Now, there's an, an interesting gift that, um, this is a different gift. Now, I'm talking about, they're, they're in, the, in Christian circles or in, in circles where people believe in God, there's a difference between a motivational gift and, like, in, in, in other words, what you're motivated, what, how you work and operate and do things, and then there is like a power gift. They call them power gifts. And power gifts are gifts like tongues and interpretation of tongues and prophecy and those kind of things. And so for the sake of, of the, this podcast, I'll, I'll cover it real quick, but we're going to concentrate mostly on motivational gifts because I believe that a power gift doesn't really come into play until you really have a relationship with Christ. In other words, I don't think that uh, people walking through Safeway, just a normal average person walking through Safeway, is going to all of a sudden start speaking in tongues. And, th- and that's another whole podcast. We could talk about speaking in tongues and how some people think it's really weird, other people think it's really cool. Uh, does it exist today? Well, I've been around and I've, I've heard people speak in tongues, and I believe it's a valid thing, but I think some people abuse it and it's kind of weird. So uh, we'll get into that someday. But uh, at this point... Let's talk about motivational gifts. This particular gift that I'm going to talk about next is called the interpretation of tongues. That's not a motivational gift. That's a power gift. And basically what that is, I don't know if you've ever been in a church service or in a meeting where somebody will actually speak in tongues, a different language than than what we would normally hear. And then somebody else will say, well, this is what that meant. They interpret what that 
what was said. Now, again, some people believe that that really exists today. Some people don't. But I've actually been in a meeting where that really has happened, and it's been right on. Um, so there, I, I believe it does exist today, um, but I think sometimes, like I say, people have abused it and everything. But there is a gift of being able to, when someone says an unknown tongue, to be able to interpret that. The next one would be uh, the gift of knowledge. This is also a power gift because what it is is a special ability that God's, God gives to certain believers to be able to accumulate, analyze, and clarify information and ideas which are pertinent to somebody's life. So in other words, they can be listening to someone, and God gives them the gift to just cut through all the crud and get right down to what's really going on. It's, it's like God gives them knowledge of the situation. And a lot of times it's stuff that, that others would never, I mean, you wouldn't have known it unless God worked through you to know it, which is kind of cool. Now the next one is a motivational gift, and it is called leadership. How many of us know that there are people that are just gifted at being a leader? Now we've all had people that are leaders that aren't very gifted, and we understand what that how that works, and it's not very fun. But there are some people that are really gifted at being a leader. Their uh, their ability is from God, and they're able to lead people in a gracious and righteous way uh, that really helps out people. And you know, I I know lots of people that have the gift of leadership that God has given to them. How about this one? Here's how about the gift of mercy. Uh, mercy is is something that we don't hear a lot about today, but you know, mercy and compassion are are good things. Um, I think the the gift of mercy is the special ability that God gives to people that are believers to feel genuine empathy and compassion for people. Maybe people that are that are struggling physically. Maybe people have gone through a rough time. Uh, I think a lot of times counselors, um, doctors. Um, pastors, people like that have a gift of mercy in their life that God has given them to be able to relate and to just come come alongside and to feel the pain of someone and to help them through it. That's the gift of mercy. Now, here's another power gift, a gift of miracles. Miracles is the special ability that God gives to certain people that are believers to be like um, people that can can uh, lay hands on someone, see them healed, or or this great miracle will happen in their lives as a result of somebody praying for them. Or uh, it's a gift from God. It doesn't always happen to everybody. Not everybody runs around, you know, with miracles happening all the time. But miracles are basically a supernatural thing that God has to do. But he uses people to do miracles. And some people have the gift of miracles. The next one we want to talk about is called um, the gift of being a missionary or someone who can, can go and reach people in foreign countries. This is really a special ability because not everybody can do this. I don't know about you, but I, I really never ever thought that I could do mission work. But um, I took the plunge and I went to Mexico many times on a bus with a bunch of teenagers and we ministered. It was a short-term missionary thing. But there are some people that are really called and gifted by God to go into a different culture and to bring them the message of what Jesus has done for them in a way that's non-threatening, in a way that brings life and helps people out. And uh, I don't know if you know anybody that does that, but it's a it's a real gift. You have to you have to have that gift to be able to really go for it when it comes to being a missionary. Now, another power gift, um, as opposed to motivational gift, is prophecy. Prophecy is something that um, 
that I believe is is real today, that people can, when they can hear from God and they can speak out what they see. For me in, in particular, I've, I've have, have prayed over people and I have prophesied over them. In other words, I've gotten words from them as I've been praying for people. I see pictures and I hear words and, and I really believe that God speaks to me in different ways. And I, I, do, I believe he speaks to lots of different people. Of course, there can, that can be abused too. Some people can stand up and say, well, God told me this and blah. You know, but you know, in the area of prophecy, if it doesn't line up with the Bible, if it's wacko, then it's not from God. If it lines up with the Bible and and it um, it it brings peace and it and it uplifts you and it helps you, then prophecy is from from God. Uh, and different people are able to give prophecies. Now, you know, before you freak out and say, oh my gosh, is this really true? It really is true. There really is a gift of prophecy. It's a power gift, though. And it's something that God gives at a specific time uh, for different people as they're praying for people or ministering to people, and it does happen. But again, you have to be cautious with it, with any of the gifts. You have to be cautious, like Amy was talking about before. You got to be careful. You don't want to, uh, you never, gifts are never used to hurt people. They're always used to help people, just so you know. Oh, the next gift would be a shepherding gift. Uh, in other words, somebody who is uh, has a gift to be like a pastor or a minister, uh, someone who is able to uh, look over a group of people and, and determine what is good for them and help them, you know, the general health and welfare of, of a group of people. That's a shepherd. That's a gift to the body of Christ or to the believers, uh, and people like pastors, ministers, evangelists, people like that that are, that are really good at loving on people and caring about a group of people. That's called the shepherd gift. Now, another gift um, to the body of Christ is called a teacher, someone who is the, has the ability to teach information or to uh, instruct people. Of course, many of us know teachers that have the gift that God has given them. I've, I've had a few teachers that don't have the gift, <laughs> and boy, you know who they are, don't you? Yeah, but some people have that special ability to be able to teach others, and I believe that's what God has put on the inside of them. Um, you know, back on the on the other one, on shepherding, a lot of times you'll, you'll have people that uh, aren't necessarily religious, or I don't want to use the word religious, let me, not necessarily spiritual people, yet they'll, they'll care for a group of people. There's lots of teachers that aren't necessarily spiritual, but they have a gift of teaching. And I believe, again, that God gives these gifts— even if people aren't uh, tapped into him, because it's just how he, God is awesome, and he, and he loves people. Okay, the next one is called tongues, and this is a power gift, and this is like a, in a service where believers are together. Somebody can stand up, and they'll, they'll give this, uh, this, um, this tongue, and it sound, doesn't sound like anything we know as a language, and a tongue is basically supp- supposed to be used uh, to have somebody else. It works in tandem with the interpretation of tongues. So if somebody has a tongue and it's not interpreted, then they probably didn't have one. Most, well, always, there's usually somebody who can interpret what was said and then say, here's what I feel like that meant. And uh, that's to bring strength to the body of Christ. It's to encourage people. It's to help people out. That's what the gift of tongues is. Um there's another gift called voluntary poverty, uh, and that's you know like when people take a vow of poverty, when they they basically say I'm going to adopt a personal lifestyle, living in poverty so that I can minister to that group of people, so that I'm not um, you know they they basically uh, exist they have a gift of being able to do that because not everybody can do that, not everybody can go out and just help massive people and do all sorts of different stuff. Um, 
and feel okay about that. A lot of us need to go out, earn a living, and make money, and pay our bills, and do all that stuff. But some people do take a vow of poverty, and poverty is basically a gift um, that God gives, the ability to be able to, to live in that and still be okay and help out people at the same time. Like Mother Teresa took a vow of poverty and lived with um, you know, lived with the people that she ministered to. Uh, she was never a real rich woman, uh, but she loved people and very, very famous because she uh, cared about people and uh, you know she was she had that gift. All right, we're almost done with the gifts now so that we'll be able to uh, start taking the uh, test here pretty soon. The next gift is called wisdom, the gift of wisdom. Now this is also a power gift. It's a special ability that God gives to certain people that are believers uh, that have given knowledge um, to specific needs arising in the believers. Um, basically what happens is is somebody who has a, a wisdom gift can be praying for somebody and God will speak to them. It's not quite like prophecy. It's just wisdom as far as here's how I think it needs to proceed or here here's how I think we can work this out or here's what I hear that the Lord is saying to me about this particular thing in your situation, wisdom. And it, ha- it comes from God. And again, I think counselors... I think um, different people have that gift on the inside of them that God has given. So okay, that's a lot of information that I've put out. There's all sorts of different gifts. And just to name them straight out, there's administration, apostle, discerning of spirits, evangelism, exorcism, exhortation, faith, giving, healing, helps, hospitality, intercession, interpretation of tongues, knowledge, mercy, leadership, miracles, missionary, prophecy, service, shepherd, teaching, tongues, voluntary poverty, and wisdom. All sorts of gifts that God gives to people that believe in him. So what we're going to do is next week, I'm going to, I'm going to try to find a good spiritual gift. There's there, test. There's lots of tests out there, but I want to find one that we can take together, and or at least a URL that I can give for you to find that. And then we'll talk just a little bit more about that. And then I've got some other things that I want to uh, talk about on the program next week. It'll be very, very fun. So uh, I hope you learned something today. Above all, I just hope you know that God has gifted you. He's given you some gifts that he would love to have you use, the gifts that you have on the inside of you for him. You know, other people can use your gifts, and you can use your gifts for other things besides God, and, and you can do well with them. But they'll kind of use you up, and they'll kind of, it kind of abuses you, and it kind of leaves you cold and empty. But you know, when you do something for God, and when you are used by Him, He's the only one that when He uses us, He energizes us. He gives us help. He he really makes us feel great about our lives when He uses us in the way that He's created us. I think sometimes we have frustration because we don't know the gifts that we have, or we use our gifts for something that we shouldn't be using them for. And I think it's really important to remember that the reason that God gives us gifts is to, number one, to to exalt him and to make him bigger in our lives. And to then, number two, to help people out. And then number three, to be able to you know, make more people aware that God exists and bring him into the family of God. That's, that's really what the gifts are all about. So I hope you're learning something about the gifts that God gives. I want to play a cool song because you can have all these gifts, but if you don't love people... What it, what it's not worth anything. There's a really interesting uh, passage of scripture in First Corinthians chapter thirteen and fourteen that talks about love and the gifts and everything. And and boy, I'll tell you what, without love, 
you can be the most talented person in the whole wide world, but it doesn't it just doesn't matter. It doesn't make any difference. But with if you love people and you and you just have a little gift, it it'll go a long ways. So I want to play a song by a group called the Seventy Sevens, and it's called This Is the Way Love Is. It's just a really cool song, and I think you'll really enjoy it on Taking With You.
There you go. The 77s and This Is The Way Love Is. Great tune, great band, very fun. I like them. Let me pray for you. Father, I, I lift up every single person listening to the podcast today, and, and I pray, Lord, that you would help us to know what gifts you've given us so that we can unwrap them and use them for you. Not only do we want to use them for you, God, but we want to be fulfilled in our lives because we know you created us and you have something for us, and we want to participate in all that you have for us. So help us, God, to discern what those gifts are that you've given us, and let us think about it during the week, Lord, of maybe some of the things that we kind of perked our interest as we were listening. So thank you, Lord, for loving us and caring for us. Thank you, Lord, that you want a relationship with us. We're so grateful for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, there you go. Well, hey, thanks for joining me for Take Him With You. Uh, I'll be back next week, and we, we're calling the next week The Big Test. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about uh, what exactly is your gift or gifts. We'll take the test right on the podcast. It'll be really, really fun. I think you'll really enjoy it. So uh, stay tuned for that. Thanks so much again. Thanks for all of you that uh, have helped to contribute to keeping the podcast coming to you and signing up for the newsletter. Very, very appreciated. We really, really um, love the support, and uh, we want to keep this coming out to encourage people all around the world. And we so appreciate all the emails. Would you email us? Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Visit our blog. Visit our website at TakeHimWithYou.com. Uh, go to our YouTube page at uh, YouTube slash Rick Moyer 777 and check out our fun videos that we've done. Uh, you just you know, have a great time going through the website. And please let us know what you think about the podcast. We really appreciate any feedback we can get. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. All right. Till next week. Don't forget to take him with you. Take Him With You is brought to you by Moyer Multimedia, LLC. Copyright 2009. All rights reserved. Make it so. likes you at all. <laughs> no, I don't like you either. <laughs> I love that. That is so great. That's good writing. Yes, because it's not much dialogue. And because <clears throat> George Lucas didn't write all the <coughs> dialogue. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast... We would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com.